I thought I'd hate to be back at college, mournfully thinking of the short week of freedom. But let's be honest, my freedom was more complicated than college, and being able to drown my problems in several hours of scientific study is pretty neat. I just think, what would Martin do with this? How could this scientific field find some exciting application in real life? How could this earn me a lot of money from people with a more... loose moral code? Sure, most of the time it's not applicable at all, but just taking this weird mad scientist approach makes it a lot more fun. Also, well, Martin is kind of helping me out with school and a few other things a bit. Okay, I know we've been getting along fine for a while now, except for the occasional suspicions of poisoned food, a situation that has not developed in any way recently. But with me having asked him to do that DNA test, what if he figures out something about the hair? Specifically its previous owner, and I don't mean Greg. One of the less world-shattering things I found out recently is that Martin is a stupid amount of smart. I guess as far as the DNA test goes, he hasn't asked any nosy questions, and I in return stopped all of my nosy questioning, which should have set back our interactions to a basic, good morning, how are you, good thanks, see you later, level of conversation, because Martin is a hermit and I constantly go out. I do, I swear, more on that later. But somehow that didn't happen. It's like our dynamic has changed. I'm no longer the sole provider of conversation, he talks to me as well. Not just about his job, also a bunch of normal things. You know, less how to widen the blast radius on a handheld ray gun, and more along the lines of, have you ever thought about when the natural ground ends and the asphalt city begins? Normal conversation stuff. But a lot of it is still evil genius business, because he knows it's the thing I'm most interested in. I'm not asking my questions anymore, but it's almost like he answers them anyway. It's like he wants me to know these things in more ways than just to have someone to talk to about it. I can't figure out why. Thinking back, I don't even remember how I made this happen in the first place. Who ever really remembers how friendships happen? You might remember the first day you met someone, but how did you become friends? It just kind of happens. But I do vaguely remember faking it till I made it, you know, regarding the whole evil genius thing. So I decided, now that I'd officially got myself stuck as Gordon's girl freak, until I can, I don't know, nasty him away or something, that can't possibly be right and mean what I want it to mean. But I mean, I get what I mean. Where was I? Yeah, uh, until I can do that, I need to keep up a facade. So I practiced a bit, watched some tutorials on acting, and just imagined I was playing a part. The happy, completely okay with criminality girlfriend that I kind of forced myself into becoming. That's what I've been doing this week. Be blindsided by how well I get along with Martin, put more efforts into the charade I started around Gordon, and of course being worried about Audrey. That's already become like second nature. I saw her three times this week, and if I've gotten practice at anything these few months, it's not to let on when you know someone else's secret, so I had no problems there. And Audrey already trusts me, there's no defensive, observant behavior from her side, which on the one hand makes it easier, on the other makes me feel worse about knowing her secret without telling her that I know. But what am I gonna do? Like I've said, it's probably a secret for a reason. Maybe she'll get in trouble if anyone finds out that I figured out she's Stargirl. Maybe I'll get in trouble if anyone finds out that I figured out she's Stargirl. Also, 
This isn't as important by far, but I still have that strand of hair, and I don't know what to do with it. It feels wrong to just throw it away, but it's super creepy to keep. It's currently in my desk drawer, just sitting there, waiting for me to figure out what to do. I can't handle that kind of responsibility. There are so many expectations attached to that hair, like to be owned by some fanboy or crazy stalker. It was never meant to just sit in someone's drawer awkwardly. It was sold for a thousand pounds, for God's sake. Which, yes, I did take from Audrey and my Liverpool funds, but Audrey uses the money she earns from her lab to... I, I mean, being a superhero. No wonder it pays so well. So, she's unlikely to find out about it. My parents haven't checked it yet either, choosing to trust us, which may or may not have been a mistake. I'll have to replace it eventually, though, and I totally would consider becoming a stripper while I'm doing this college thing, if I even remotely thought I had enough muscle to pull it off. Krav Maga twice a week doesn't give you a sports model's body. It mostly gives you bruises and sores, actually. Well, that and the confidence of knowing that if anyone ever tried attacking you, you'd know exactly how to gouge out his eyes, which is mostly worth it. On the other hand, if I hadn't gotten into Krav Maga as the most practical self-defense, I might never have met Gordon. Never gotten into this mess. Like I said, I spent this week putting on a show in front of him. We went to a club together, took a walk along the river. See? I do go out. My current master plan, to eventually get him to break up with me, in order not to invoke the terrifying side of him that I'm certain has no qualms murdering me, first needs me in a place of power in the relationship. At least a little bit. Then I can start being a subtle annoyance, or something. Honestly, I haven't figured out the details. All I know is, right now, I don't want him mad at me. Never again, if I can avoid it. So, for the sake of keeping my if-he-finds-out-I-hate-him-he'll-kill-me boyfriend happy, I haven't spent much time at home. Not to keep him distracted, though. I've given up on that. Like I said, I don't want to piss him off. Besides, crime happens. You wouldn't notice that often if you didn't go looking for it, but it does. Especially since the whole superpower thing. And the political debates about the whole superpower thing. Is this hero news now? It's kind of normal news. Normal jingle, I guess. Go! Normal news? Are less cool? This song makes me feel like a fool. I'm running out of words to use. Welcome to normal crime news. Wow. That was a downer. I almost don't feel like talking about the news now. Whatever. The point is there is crime, superpowered or otherwise, and I've been really good at pretending that I don't think it's a big deal. I was channeling Lucy Diamond hard. Well, obviously not too hard, otherwise I wouldn't have stuck around with Gordon. Who swallowed it easily, by the way. He didn't seem to notice much how his recently nervous-as-hell girlfriend suddenly turned into a happy-go-lucky theft enthusiast. Or at least he hasn't minded or mentioned it. He actually seemed really excited and happy when we went out. I don't feel bad for deceiving him, though. He started it. This seems like a point as good as any to stop this for today. Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. It is written and edited by Esther Reisenberger, who also voices Amelia. If you like and want to support this show, please leave a rating and a comment, 
so that we can become more visible to potential listeners. For more information and original artwork, check out normallyordinary.com. That's www.normally-ordinary.com. And remember, behind every person is a mask.